Hey there, nutrition and wellness coach Kim Holloway here. Welcome to the Rescued Life Podcast. If you're new to the show, I am the coach for women with purpose. So all you incredible ladies and my man listeners with incredible ladies in your lives, you have a purpose and it's up to you to take action toward living your best life. High quality nourishment, meaningful movement, and an empowered mindset, that is the goal and I am here to help you bring it and I am bringing it on this podcast every other Friday. So please subscribe, rate me, leave me great reviews and share with your friends, especially on social media. So this is episode six and while I'm very open-minded about the various weight loss strategies out there, I believe the best diet out there is any diet that you can stick to forever and feel awesome while doing it. So today I want to talk about what I believe is the best way to change. And I almost named this episode the best way to lose 50 pounds, but really, you know, I'm framing this specifically around weight loss because I am a nutrition coach and a wellness coach, but it actually applies to any change you could possibly want to make in your life. So from the perspective of weight loss, A little about me, I spent most of my life being told I'd look really good if I lost 30 to 50 pounds. It's hard to tell if people actually believe that's a compliment or not. Um, But, and don't get me wrong, I also was told my whole life that I looked great and that I didn't need to lose any weight. Notice so much emphasis on my looks, which makes me roll my eyes these days because seriously, Merry Christmas, but I am not an ornament or decoration or eye candy and I have way more going on in this gorgeous bundle of awesome than just my looks but I digress I like most other women was and still am a little obsessed with having to look this way or that way um, whether it's my body or my makeup or my hair my clothes and I believed the people who said that I needed to lose weight Um, and you know for them it's you need to lose weight to look a certain way it wasn't really about my health or my fitness So naturally, I have lots of experience with trying to lose weight, and I always believed that it should involve hard work, lots and lots of exercise, hard exercise, make sure you're dripping with sweat, and eating very little, and saying no to all the bad foods I loved so much. And let's get real, at this point, it's a little cliche to talk about how this is a strategy that none of us can stick to, right? We all know that the weight loss methods that go to the extreme and cut out whole categories of foods and deny us of decadent things and deprive us of massive amounts of time and energy are unsustainable, right? Yet, we still somehow get so attracted to these ridiculous promises these diets and programs make and still fall prey to the endless marketing messages making promises that I'm sure they could actually fulfill if only we could actually be tough enough or hard enough or badass enough to actually succeed at them, right? It's like, oh, you know what? This time I really mean it. This hard thing, this hard diet, you know, I really mean it. And I'm just, I I think I can really stick this out. And then, you know, you know what? First of all, it's like, When you're not successful at that, like to feel like you're failing, that's like F that noise because ladies, you are badasses. It is in your very nature as a woman, my nature as a woman, to be able to handle a thousand burdens. We do it every day to take every responsibility, to hold everything and everyone together. So first, you don't need 
taking care of yourself to be another hard thing. You don't need another hard thing in your life given all the hard things that you, boss lady, are dealing with day in and day out already. And second, if you, Wonder Woman, cannot stick to a diet, it's not you. It is not you. It's the wrong diet, okay? And I should add that it could also be the wrong reasons for going on the diet that are the problem, but I've talked about that a lot already in previous episodes. I'll say it again. The best and most lasting motivation for changing the way you eat, live, and move is knowing that you freaking deserve to thrive and refusing to give yourself any less than what your body, mind, and soul need in order to do that. Everything else can take a backseat to that because you have to be at your best to keep being the hero you are for the long haul. That's the truth. So let's assume that that is your motivation, right? You're losing weight out of self-love because you want to feel your best and be confident in your skin and, and that's what you want. So, or maybe it's just that you at least want that to be your motivation because I get it. We're all still trying to figure out this self-love thing, right? After generations of self-hate being passed down to us and put on us like a cloak, we're still figuring out how to love ourselves. And that's okay too. But if you're going to make changes in your life, what does sustainability look like? So first I can tell you that when you're changing your daily choices from a place of self-love instead of a place of self-judgment, the timeline changes. You don't need to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. What's going to happen in 10 days? Is there a prize? Is there some kind of... um, party that gets thrown in 10 days? No, you need to learn how to live, mama. When it's about you and loving you, it becomes about learning how to live on a day-to-day basis. It's not about cutting things out and sighing over the process and dragging yourself through it and how long it takes and dreading the scale and all that. Just know that's done. When it's about loving you, then it's about taking a long, hard, honest look at how you're living every day and asking, Which parts of this life, of my daily choices and activities, which parts of this are uplifting and expanding me and which parts of this are putting me down and undermining me? Your self-talk, the shit you put up with from others, that's part of it too. Uh, Your daily routine, how you're spending your time, the amount of stress you're taking on via work, chores, duties, exercise, dieting and such. Those are all stressors. The amount of time you're devoting to recovery from all of those stressors via plenty of sleep, meditation, moving your body in non-stressful ways, laughter, quality time with friends, having incredible orgasms with a partner or otherwise, and on and on. Recovery from all of those stressors. And in this particular episode, the focus being how do you lose the weight and keep it off, I want to inspire you to start with one thing. What's one thing you observe about the way you're eating and the way you're moving or not moving your body that you would like to improve? The key here is that you would like to improve it. That thing for me over the last couple of weeks, for me, has just been to grow more mindful about why I'm eating when I'm eating, to tune in to my body's actual cues for hunger and satisfaction. And I've actually had to revisit this multiple times in the last couple of years but to just be a better listener to my body. All the other habits I have right now, I'm leaving them the same. I'm just doing a better job of noticing. So if I'm reaching for food right now, 
am I actually physically hungry? I pause to ask, am I actually physically hungry? No, I don't actually feel hunger. So why am I reaching for food? And the asking the why, this is a curious question I'm asking myself, not a judgmental one, not one where I'm coming down on me. I'm just saying, hmm, what is it? What's, what's sort of the stimulus right now for me to reach out for this food? Is there something I need right now if I'm not hungry? Maybe I'm just bored, right? Or sad or, I mean, there's a million reasons we eat that aren't hunger. So then I have a choice. And, and sometimes when I notice that, oh, I'm just bored, I'm actually hungry, you know what, I'm going to find something to do. I'm, I'm going to opt out on this one from the food band-aid. <laughs> this is a huge and amazing skill to build. Why? Because ultimately, the absolute number one thing you can't do if you want to lose body fat is eat too many calories. This is true of every body type, regardless of disease or hormones or anything else. All the things that we list for reasons we supposedly can't lose weight, and I know the struggle is real for some of us, you cannot eat too much and lose weight. Bottom line. No matter what else is going on, you still have to be careful about how many calories you're taking in. So I'm practicing only eating when I feel actual hunger. It's something I want to work on, something I want to improve at. So I'm going to keep practicing until it feels completely normal, until it doesn't take much effort, until it's just what I do, my habit, my routine. Could you imagine how much progress you would make towards your goals if you simply didn't eat when you're not hungry and felt fine with that? And guess what? Sometimes I say, I'm not hungry, but that thing right there feels and looks and seems totally worth it. So I'm going for it. And that's fine too. It's a conscious choice. It's not a knee-jerk reaction. Me see food, me eat food. It's me deciding in control because that's what I want in life. The power and freedom to choose consciously without regret. And that's just one example. That's just my example for right now. But you could come up with some things that you want to improve. So what are some examples of what those things could be? Um, Drink more water. You typically don't need more than a couple of liters a day of water. And you can actually count coffee, tea, you know, unsweetened, non-calorie things. You can count. They have plenty of water in them. Eat more fruits and veggies. That's another one. That's a big one, right? Most of us, so many of us have nutrient deficiencies and we have no idea because we're not eating enough fruits and veggies. So that could be something you'd want to work on. Fruit are delicious, right? So yeah, eat more fruit. Get more lean protein in your diet. That's a big one too. Protein helps you stay satisfied for longer. It makes you not want things as much in between meals. Not to mention you need protein for virtually every freaking process and hormone and everything in your body. Um, protein is, is huge. Um, choosing whole unprocessed foods as often as possible. That's a great one too. Whole unprocessed foods are just less calorie dense than a lot of the processed stuff that we enjoy. So, and they're delicious, right? So that might mean cooking a little more, which can be fun if you're down for that. Um, but yeah, so just trying to choose whole unprocessed foods as often as possible and planning for that. Um, that's one thing you might want to work on, but if not, there are other options. Um, One that's kind of closely related to the hunger one that I'm working on is eat more slowly and savor the experience a bit more, you know? Stop scarfing down your food and and start just actually eating one bite at a time and chewing it thoroughly and noticing the flavor and just having a nice food experience instead of it just being a mindless spoon-to-mouth swallow, spoon-to-mouth swallow thing. Um, Getting seven to nine hours of quality sleep every night, that's a huge one. 
Um, I hear all the time about this study that some researchers did um, where two groups ate the same things and did the same workouts and one of them slept less than seven hours and one of the groups slept more than seven hours, seven to nine. And the group that slept enough, the seven to nine hour group, actually lost more than twice the amount of fat as the other group. Everything else remaining the same. So sleep is a huge deal. And I mean, who doesn't want to sleep more? Sure, it requires taking, making choices, you know, but every single one of these will have serious impacts on your body composition if you work on them. And you just pick one that you actually want to get better, out, better at and set out completely fine with doing it imperfectly. So you're not starting out saying like, okay, starting today, from now on, I'm going to do this perfectly and I'm going to kick it. No, it's like just saying, hey, starting today, I'm just going to pay a little more attention, just do a little bit better and just practice this and and do it in a way that feels good. Make it a little personal project. You don't even have to tell anyone. Just keep practicing that thing little by little, getting better and better at it until it is a thing that you have totally aced with zero effort. Have you ever seen um, an Olympic figure skater go out onto the ice? Right, They just kind of float out there. They make it look, look effortless, flipping through the air, so comfortable and confident. They look that way because they've done it 100,000 times. And they've fallen 950,000 of those times, and it hurt, and they got back up, and they worked on it and worked on it. You know, They don't fall and then like beat themselves up like, God, I suck, I keep falling. Like No, like, falling is part of the process. That's what happens when you're trying to learn it, right? So treat your one thing like that and just enjoy it. You know, become the master of that thing. And don't worry if you still binge on cookies once in a while. If that's not the thing you're working on right now, that's okay. You don't have to be perfect at everything today. Imagine if you spent two months, two whole months, just working on each of the six things I listed earlier. By the end of 2019, you will have completely transformed the way you eat and likely your body too. And that wouldn't even be the end. You'd have the skills and the power to continue making progress however the heck you want to for the rest of your life because you got your reps in with the most important things. And you did it in a process that that wasn't killer, you know, that wasn't about going balls to the wall or ovaries to the wall, which doesn't have the same effect. Um, But you just loved yourself enough to work on some things in a positive way. I posted on Facebook the other day, and I'll say it again now, the first step to losing 50 pounds is to stop gaining weight. And the next step is to lose one pound. So many people that I work with start out like, I need to lose 50 pounds. And then they don't lose like 10 pounds in the first week. They're like, oh God, I'm never gonna get there. I'm like, sister, honey, you have to lose one pound. Actually, you have to stop gaining weight before you can lose one pound. What would you need to change to stop gaining weight? So pick one of these improvements to make and become the freaking master at it, you know? Lose one pound, you'll never gain back ever again. Doesn't that sound inspiring to you? Like I started out 2018 in a certain weight and now it's almost 2019 and I'm a little bit leaner, which I wanted to be. Like I'm never gonna be, you know, well maybe I will, who knows what could happen if my desires change. But my point is maybe just You know, maybe this is just picking one thing and just using that one thing to not gain the one pound you would have gained without this improvement. So consider this strategy, play with it, make an experiment of it, and then let me know how it goes. I promise you will be set for life. And you can stop all of the extreme yo-yoing and the 
feeling like a failure and you can just enjoy taking steps for you. And of course, if you need advice and support on how to go about this, you know how to reach me. Nutrition coach Kim Holloway signing off. You can connect with me at kimhollowaycoaching.com. Thanks for listening.